Welcome to Rise Up For You, a podcast focused on helping women get to the next step in life professionally and personally. Through our six pillars, relationships, investing, self-worth, career, love, and health, we focus on the whole woman. With interviews from global experts, teachers, authors, and more, we provide you with real strategy and tips that you can start implementing today in your career, relationships, and so much more. We are all about educating and empowering you to become your best self. And now your host, Natalina. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Rise Up For You podcast. We're going to be speaking with Olga Skazgal. She's going to be talking with us about the midlife crisis awakening and how you can rise back up and become the woman you are meant to be. Now, I know when we say midlife crisis, you're probably thinking, hey, this isn't for me. But this episode can really resonate with anybody about really just making a shift, making a pivot in your life and redefining who you are. So forget about age. It's just a number. Really, really starting to understand who you are, how you make that change, and how you can step into your life at a thousand percent. So rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Olga, thank you so much for joining us here on the Rise Up For You podcast. It's such an honor to have you on the show. We always like to start off the show by letting the audience get to know our guest. So go ahead and tell us about yourself and what it is that you're doing. Well, thank you so much for having me, Nera. I'm Olga Zakal. I am the owner of two businesses, How to Chutzpah. It's an online marketing class I offer for women who want to quit their nine-to-five jobs. It's a three-month program, one-on-one, where we basically take them from zero to at least $3,000. And my second company is The Ageless Generation. It's from 40-plus women who are getting into 40s or leaving 40s and feeling lost. Also, I am the author of the book, The Midlife Crisis Awakening, which is going to be published next week. I'm a mother of four, and I my mission in life is to support women and create as many leaders, female leaders, as I can. Okay, so tell us a little bit more about your journey, because we're, we're interested in knowing you know, like where you come from and how you got to where you are, because that can be very empowering and inspiring for us women. So tell us a little bit more about how you got to where you are today. You know, what enticed you to get into this field of working with women? What enticed you to be in this empowerment world, self-development? You know, tell us a little bit more about your journey um, and how you got here. Five years ago, a stranger, a complete stranger moved with me and lived with me for 30 days. I was volunteering for an international um, organization which supported orphans, orphans across the world. And I was supposed to host a couple um, high schoolers, orphans. You know, nobody wants them. They're already almost out of the system. And instead of, I got a social worker. She came from the Ukraine. And I was upset first because I wanted to adopt, potentially adopt one more child. But it was meant to be. Her name is Lana, and she stayed with me for 30 days. And that um, event changed my life in the sense that I had to take off a mask of having that amazing uh, primitive life. Uh, life. Uh, she called me on my BS, basically. And at the end of 30 days, she became my best friend and angel. And she asked me one question. By observing my life for 30 days, she asked me one question, which changed my life. And if 
uh, your listeners, Neta wants to find out what it was. Um, they they will find out the answer in my book, The Midlife Crisis Awakening. Okay, so okay, so tell us a little bit more then about. So you had a midlife crisis, um, and she was able to have you, um, I guess, feel awakened in your process. So tell us a little bit more about, you know, when you're working with women, what do you find? What's the number one issue that you find with women that I, you, I guess your focus is 40 and above. Is that right, Olga? Yes, correct. Um, we are a part of a so-called Generation X. So we, women of Generation X born between 1984, 1964 and 1984. And it's an interesting generation where nobody talks about us. And we are, on one hand, somewhat divided. Half of us, let's say roughly, half of us chose to have big families, a lot of kids, and it was our legacy. We thought so. We were told to have children at certain time, at certain age, and we did it. Half of us, let's say, chose not to have children and family and focus on career. But at the end of this story, at the end of the bottom line is, I had surveyed about 120 uh, women of that generation. And all of us, 99% said, I am feeling lost. So I realized that we are united in our feeling lost and kind of losing our identity. It's exactly what happened to me. When I say midlife crisis, it's, it's this, I think it's a midlife point when we wake up in the middle of the night and asking a profound question, is this it? Is it what life is all about? And I think it can be a paralyzing thought. So I started my new company uh, back in November, The Ageless Generation, where I am teaching women, encouraging, mentoring women 40 plus. And my message is this. This is not too late. It's not over. And the beautiful thing, the good news is you can rewrite, not just rewrite your story, but you can write a fresh second chapter of your life because now you know who you are you have this opportunity to find yourself identify exactly what you want what you don't want in your life and you know the beautiful thing if some of your listeners are 40 plus the beautiful thing most of us now finally don't care what others think about us what a good opportunity to rise up to rise up and find that woman we always meant to be so, okay, that's great. So tell us a little bit, give us some tips then. So if we're 40 and above and we're going through this midlife crisis, what are a couple things that we can do to start getting out of it? Well, you know, um, it's, it's interesting. So my book is coming, The Midlife Crisis Awakening. It was awakening. And Nada, you probably heard from many, many women that we, from being maybe feeling lost or uh, just literally, like, I was so unhappy. I, I couldn't admit it because the image I created, the mask I was wearing, the mask of a strong woman, having all this together, four children, perfect house, two businesses, um, good upper middle class. It's not easy to, um, to admit to be vulnerable and take that mask off. So I tried uh, self-love, right? So from feeling lost, I have all the self-doubts, believing in lies, all the labels, I wanted to jump to self-love. And you probably hear this a lot from women. And it doesn't work. So the first step in my, in my, um, in my book, it's uh, chapter one. I have tried so many things. And I concluded that we need to start with self-compassion. 
This is it. I tried self-love, self-affirmations, of course, meditation. But I would say, number one, to start with self-compassion. Self-compassion, like self-doubt, ask us a question. What's wrong with me? And you hear this a lot. Women come and, and ask for help, and they want you to mentor them. And they're like, you know, something wrong with me. Um, I have this, um, I have beautiful home, I have healthy children, but I'm not happy. Something wrong with me. This is self-doubt is talking. But self-compassion is asking a different question. It asks you, what's good for you? You know, what's good for your body? What's good for you? And it's about being connected to another, um, another person, to humanity. Realize that I am not perfect, but I'm not alone. And so um, I go through details and offer a couple exercises how to do that. But self-compassion, I think, is the very first step to get out of that feeling lost zone. Great. And what are, so what is that actually, when you say practice self-compassion, what does that look like? What are some things that we can do to show that? Well, it's, it's a part of being able to accept yourself. Not like one day when I lose weight, I will like myself. Or when my stomach is flat, then I will like myself. It's, it's now. The time is now. It's I am enough. It means that I was created according to, the, to you know, his image. Whatever you believe in God or the universe, you were not a mistake. So to start with that self-kindness, you wake up in the morning. I usually you know, do yoga or stretch my body, and I have this appreciation for me. I'm unique, but because I am next up to be connected to humanity, for example, yes, I went through the midlife crisis. Yes, um, I went through some emotional, uh, severe abuse. But by exercising self-compassion, talking to myself kindly, not allowing, allowing myself to use any harsh words, self-criticism, it was absolutely not acceptable. Kind words, affirmation, and basically putting yourself with other women, there were so many women who went through much, much worse physical, domestic violence. By connected with them, I was able to kind of shut down that ego, that victim-like mentality, and understand that I am not alone in my suffering. But at the same time, there are so many more women who are much, um, much worse situation. And then you go and you reach out. So you know how we want to change the world. And I tell my women who I work with. Start by changing your own world. Give yourself love, kindness, and acceptance. And validate yourself first. And then it's so easy to forgive and reach out and be compassionate and loving toward others. I love that. So give us, give us one more. So when you say self-compassion, that's great. Um, do you do it alone? I mean, do you have a support system? How important is it, is it for you to have people that are around you that are with you on this? Well, of course... You can do it alone or you can join um, a group of women. Uh, my Facebook group, The Ageless Generation with Olga, where we get together once a week through the Zoom uh, virtual meeting. And um, we need to support each other. Of course, I, my philosophy is we cannot be alone. We need to lean in. We need to build up each other. And um, again, it's so much easier. Like, you know, we women can be so... Um, jealous of each other or uh, feeling like if I am a successful businesswoman, sometimes I feel, unfortunately, other businesswomen start treating me as their competition. And I always, because I gave myself so much self-compassion, so much understanding and forgiveness 
I think a part of self um, of that is big self forgiveness as well because I was able to forgive myself for all my imperfection and imperfect things and uh, flaws that it's so easy for me to say well she is just like me you know she maybe is jealous and insecure yeah I think Nyada to answer your question we can do that alone as a self work uh, a part of your self growth journey but also to be more effective in your growth of course we need to be connected to other women and every woman has to have a mentor no doubt. I love that. Thank you, Olga, so much for joining us. I'd love to jump into our power section of the interview. Can you tell us one book that you've read that's had a massive impact on your life that you would recommend to us? Yes, I kind of mentioned this um, in a different way, but um, it really resonated with me. Amazing book. I reread it three times by now. It's by uh, Lynn In. The book, the name is Lynn In by Sandy, I'm sorry, Sheryl Sandberg. She's the second highest person on Facebook. She's COO at Facebook. And um, that was a very refreshing point, the philosophy she's bringing in or a reminder that our enemy is not a man. Like we women can get united, but instead of maybe blaming um, the other 50% of the general uh, population, what she's suggesting, what if we focus and mentor each other? What if we cheer up for each other? So lean in means um, don't be alone. Reach out, get a mentor, and mentor. Like immediately, as soon as you get a mentor, turn around, find somebody who's in a much worse condition or situation, reach out, give her your compassion, and become a mentor. And what's one value that you've always stuck by throughout your journey? Well, There's also a chapter in my book about the requirements. I have a certain requirements for my personal romantic life. I still, um, I, since my divorce five years ago, I remarried, happily remarried. So I have a, I teach women, Netta, that we need to have at least, you know, for me, it's not a long list. It's three requirements for my man. I have requirements for my best girlfriends. I have two very, very close girlfriends and I have requirements for them. I think when it's like values, or um, our rules, and they are not negotiable. And this is like makes me who I am and how I treat people because I have the same requirements for myself. So tell us one of those. So what's one value that you have that's at the top importance? Well, for example, for my girlfriends and women, when I work in my Facebook group, I will absolutely not tolerate gossiping. Gossiping is a one of the biggest evil. It destroys a lot of good relationships. It um, destroys the trust, especially between us women. It, um, we're losing respect for each other. We, um, it's the stereotype of those, um, you know, carry women, women compete against women. It's just like such a big problem. So one of my requirements, if you cannot say the same thing to my face, do not say that behind my back. And I have the same similar requirements for myself. If I talk to my close, my best girlfriend about my husband, I make sure that I don't say anything about him that I cannot turn around and say, you know, honey, um, sweetheart, I need to talk to you. That really is bothering me. And if you can leave the world with one final message, we call it our golden nugget. What would that be? I think that self-image, self-acceptance is everything. 
And again, I hear this every day. And I think, Nada, you would, um, it would resonate with you, what you do, how you mentor your women in your um, circle. I hear this all the time. Help me. I want to change the world. I want to empower women. And that's wonderful. I believe you can do that. But again, my message is start with yourself. Change your own world, your own environment first. Focus on that self-growth. And you know, your brand rise up. It resonates with me very, very strongly because um, I think that my legacy, my goal in life, it's what I teach women. We need to rise up to that woman we're always meant to be. You know, and somebody told me recently the definition of hell. When we go to heaven and God will show you how you're supposed to look like, not just your face and your body, but he would show you how many people you were supposed to influence, to empower. And then he compares to what you are at this moment. And it makes your heart so sad because you did not achieve those heights. So um, my message, my prayer my encouragement to women start with your own world. And I know it's scary because it is something familiar to your brain. Any change can be scary, but it's worth it. Um, and that leads us to that is beautifully. It leads us to the next section, which is the next question, which is what does rise up for you mean to you? And I think um, you, you said it beautifully that rise up to be the woman that you are meant to be. Yes. Nada. It means that, you know how we say, um, start, grow yourself into that highest self. And it really, really exists, that level. We don't know what it is, but be curious. Don't, um, don't get satisfied. Just like, um, I know we are successful women, and I'm guilty of that. At one point, we maybe stop being hungry, you know, making more money, uh, reaching out and influencing more women. But there is that... A high level where I want to achieve and go there. And I just want to quickly give you an example that self-growth we mentioned today, it never stops. It's never like, oh, I have arrived. And this is the beauty. Rise up means daily discipline. But again, with kindness, with encouragement, with this self-compassion, understanding that I'm not alone. I'm a part of this beautiful womanhood. And um, that excites me. That wakes me up in the morning and brings me a big smile. I love that. And lastly, how do we stay connected to you and how do we support you? Well, thank you for asking. I would love to invite women to check out my Facebook group, The Ageless Generation with Olga. And I have, I started my own Facebook live TV show. I'm a part of this big networking, The Mommy Talk Live weekly. If you go to the mommy, uh, mommy Talk Life, and also I'm very active on Twitter at olgazakal. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been such a pleasure to have you on our show. Thank you, Netta. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it and pass it on to your friends and family. You know, the podcast is just one way that we reach our community members. If you go to our website, www.riseupforyou.com, you will see articles written from contributors from around the world, webinars, live events for you to attend. But, you know, we also have a huge online resource center full of information that you can access absolutely free. And, you know, one of my favorite sections is the Unstoppable Confidence Toolbox that's full of practices and ways to help you build confidence so that you can overcome any doubt that's consistently getting in your way. It's actually pretty cool. I mean, there's PDFs, 
There's articles, there's exercises, there's so much for you to take hold of and really help you get to the next step. The cool thing is, is we have programs, trainings, and live coaching calls that are happening all year long, special for our members. So if you're looking for more and you really want to connect with like-minded women like yourself, then you definitely want to check out our membership and all of the benefits that we have to offer here at Rise Up For You. And lastly, if you haven't already, we would really love to hear from you and know how we're doing. Head over to iTunes, make sure you subscribe for the podcast if you haven't already, and let us know how we're doing. Rate us, review us, so that we can be better and rise up with you. It's always an honor and a pleasure to be here with you. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow.